So, like, okay, I'm kind of the executive producer for the show, right? I would say you're, yeah, you're the you're the top dog. You're the producer. You're the. I want. I don't want to say director because there's never a real direction on this shit show. But you're the guy. You know, we we kind of sometimes we'll give each other a heads up of something to think about, right? Yeah. Um. So you asked me the other day, uh, "Hey, is this week we're going to talk about E3?" And I said, "No, E3 was lame." And there's nothing to talk about. And then I spent all day thinking about that. Um, and I kind of came to the conclusion that, like, well, I don't know. Maybe we could talk about E3. Uh, which means I didn't give you a heads up to actually watch any trailers or research or catch up. Correct. So y- you've seen, like, none of E3, and I watched all of it. Uh-huh. Uh, so I-, I made this last-minute decision to, uh, let's talk about E3 a topic no other podcast has touched yet. We'll be the first. We're the, we're the special boys. We're the electronic entertainment e-wizards. I think that's what that stands for. It's been a while since I've cared about E3. And that's the, that's the reason why we're here, right? Like, I've seen a couple things that maybe go, oh, shit, there's some cool stuff coming out. I've been excited about cool video games in, like, literally since Doom 2016 or maybe even earlier than that, like, I've turned into a very non-video game adult. Like, I, I, I there's things I like. Well, it's uh, not your primary hobby. You can yeah. still appreciate them. And then so it's like, people are like, hey, did you see that Metroid Dread is actually coming out? And it's like, wasn't that supposed to be like a DS game like 14 years ago? And a sequel to Metroid Fusion? Like, there's no way that could be coming out. That sounds like total horseshit. Go on all YouTube, type in Metroid Dread. IGN's first thing that comes up. Hey, here's the trailer for it. You want to watch it? Yes, I do. And it made me, for one thing, it made me excited. I've been excited about a Nintendo game in a really, really long time. And it's been ages, you know, the only Metroid games we got recently are freaking, you know, re-releases and remasters and stuff, which is deep, but not, not really what I'm aiming for. But like, it just, it made me think like we entered some bizarro world. Like, it's like, maybe when people are like in a bizarro world, this would happen. It's like, maybe we're the bizarro world, but we get we get Metroid Dread after 14 years. Uh, finally, a new 2D side-scrolling Metroid game that looks really nice. It's got neat mechanics. It's got the horror elements that Fusion had, which, like, fuck, man. It, what? The last time I played Metroid Fusion, that was, like, 2006. There's an amiibo. Yeah, probably. I don't care about that. But, like, I don't know. When's the last time you've been excited for a Metroid game? Oh, boy. I mean, it, it would have had to have been Prime 3, right? Yeah. And then, then the other Metroid, like, the last time I was excited for a Metroid game was Prime 3, and then finding that really cool uh, Fendrana Drifts in VR chat. Yeah, that and was that, actually pretty neat. That's the last decade of my Metroid appreciation. <laughs> and so, like, it's it's been a gap, and, and I really did think that what they showed was cool. I like the spooky robot. Not a huge fan of running away from spooky things in video games, especially when you have, like, when your arms is literally a gun. So I'm curious how much of that will be in the game. But uh, the other stuff they showed, like, looks like really quintessential Metroid with a good new paint job. And I'm down for that, like, which is funny because I never did get Bloodstained, which is, you know, Castlevania, Metroidvania thing, right? Like, been on my wish list for a while. I plan on playing it someday. I don't know. I just, I very rarely get, like, specifically jazzed for a game. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this one, I think. I, it'll be the first Switch game I buy. So it's um, it's kind of funny. Like you, you mentioned this right before we started recording, but like this is the first time you've kind of gotten excited from E3 in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my worst E3 I've ever had. Where like the number of announcements and things, it's like they could have just not done the show and I wouldn't have noticed. Which I find very interesting, because normally we're the opposite on that. I'm easy to excite, but I, I'm feeling, like, hyper-pessimistic about everything. Yeah, um, normally I am hyper-pessimistic about the game industry, too, because it is, like, not a good industry. There's a lot of bullshit. Uh, I feel like every announcement comes with those, like, yeah, but how are they gonna fuck it up? Are they gonna make me buy things I don't want? Are they gonna, you know, have a lot of microtransactions? How are they gonna handle all of this stuff, like... It's so, I, I've become very jaded to it, which is like, the only games I play are Smash Brothers and VR Chat, and every once in a while I remember I have Doom, and if it decides to run that day, because sometimes it doesn't, then I'll play that. And that's it. And, uh, 
I miss being excited for games. So like we got what Orcs Must Die 3 is the is the one that I'm stoked for. So I'm gonna load that whatever they showed uh right now. Which is funny because then the first thing that comes is ten months old because it released on fucking Stadia. And uh, no one gives a shit. It's not even a new game. No, it's it, <laughs> I missed it, that. It's <laughs> it's new to me because when they're like, it's coming to Stadia first for a year, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. But Orcs Must Die 2 is one of my favorite games. We talked about that, I think, a couple weeks ago. Uh. So I've loaded this up and like, oh man, they got lasers now? Hell yeah. Hey, new, new guy. I don't know who that is. I like him, though. And I don't want to just like live react to the trailer because no one fucking cares about that. Um, but I am. That is kind of what I'm doing right now. Oh, um, what the fuck is this? What do you mean? Oh, I thought it was just a trailer. It's like, hey, we're we're the developers. We're going to talk about stuff. Yeah. It, so this is a theme this year for E3. The fuck? This is dumb. I don't want to watch that garbage. A lot of um, a a lot of the the panels and presentations and stuff involve the developers coming out to explain the game and present it. Normally, like I'm, I'm kind of used to BlizzCon, maybe, where they'll come out and they'll talk about things that the fans want to hear, or they'll talk about new things that they have to explain so that you get excited about it. Uh, the theme for E3 this year was uh, talking down to you as if you're you've never played a video game before. Like, uh, it's something else I mentioned before the show. Um, there were like three different Left for Dead clones, and it's like. They're explaining this concept where just a, there's going to be like waves of enemies and you and your team have to work together to get to the safe point. Like we've never played a game like that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in particular in the trailer, there's a part like you remember the tank, right? Yeah. There's a part where there's like a giant monster and um, and somebody well, like one of the characters in the game calls it out. And goes, oh, look at that big tanky one. And then someone else goes, well, we've been calling them brutes from the Latin brutus. Oh, when you call them brutes, you sound really smart. Man. Yeah. Like, that's that's sums up E3 for me this year. Like, I was kind of, um, I (laughs) okay, I'm the number one Tamers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 fan here. I, I love cringe. I pursue cringe. E3 cringe compilations are my Christmas. E3 is supposed to be gamer Christmas, but for me it's cringe Christmas, right? Yeah. Um, I got my fill. <laughs> I'm very hard to satisfy. Okay. Um. <laughs> so this is... I couldn't find a good trailer for Oryx Must Die from E3 because the developers decided they had to explain what the game is instead of showing fucking gameplay. Which, if... is is so upsetting. I, I'm... Why? Okay, whatever. So I'm like, oh, I'll find the trailer from last year when it released on Stadia. And it's a fucking shit trailer with, like, no gameplay in it. It's all cinematic stuff. And it's like, I just want to see some of the new traps, goddammit. I shouldn't have to watch a a year-old playthrough to find, like, the new stuff. Like, why are you fuckers bad at this? um, Watch watch at this timestamp that I'm sending you. Uh, The developer is talking over it, but you see gameplay of the, the major new feature. Is there's like wide open battlefields? Um, so I don't know if I like that. I mean, it's interesting. It's a side but... feature. It's not the core game. Sure. Um, but there's new like massive AOE traps. So it's still a tower defense kind of thing. Okay. Just with kind of a new kit and a new strategy to play, on top of expanding on the normal traditional gameplay. So it's like, you know what? This is good. That's a step in the right direction. They're offering more content. They're offering what you want. Uh, offering stuff you don't know if you want or not. Yeah. Um. I, I, it's like, hey, you know what? Good job. It's Whatever. Like, and like, okay, I'm seeing like these tornadoes, right? And like the best part about Orcs Must Die is like, how do you build the most effective kill box? And I don't think that changes if you make this bigger. It just, you have to think about it differently. It's like, how do you get people to funnel into the tornado traps? And the, you know, or like, how do you... It's still the same thing. You're probably still throwing up some barricades and some oil slicks to slow them down and, yeah. and you know, fire to light them on fire and stuff like Um I hope it's good. I I I I love the first two games a lot and then they released that like that weird one that was sort of a MOBA thing that no one wanted. Um 
I think I played like an hour oh, of it and it was like, this, I remember this is that not what I wanted. Oh, I hate this. And then just uninstalled it. So the other big one is they, they showed Halo Infinite e, uh, uh, multiplayer. Yeah. So I'm loading this one up now. Okay. Um, and I know I, when Halo Infinite was shown last year, people were pretty lukewarm on it because of the art style. And they're like, man, this looks a lot like old Halo. And I don't know. To me, it's someone like, oh, you're appealing to my nostalgia pretty hard. I'm pretty pretty down for this. Um, I'm excited for Halo, but I'm always kind of excited for Halo. I hope Couch Co-op is back. I'm not holding out hope for it because Halo 5 didn't have it. Oh, but it is. Oh, it is. They did announce that. Hell yeah. Okay, so now um, I'm excited for It's compatible for, for split screen, online play, LAN parties. It's it's whatever you want. What? I guess the, the, the thing is, is I don't have an Xbox X, right, or whatever it's fucking called. No, but you got a PC, right? Yeah. I don't know if my PC will run this. Yeah, I don't know either, right? I'm not even sure if it comes out PC, like, right away or not. Um. Oh, man, this grapple hook's fucking dope. Yeah, grapple hook looks like a fun thing. Uh, I I think this trailer it made me want to play Halo. Yeah, this is a fucking good trailer. This is cool. Um, I like one of the details is vehicles don't spawn into the map anymore. A pelican will come in and drop the vehicle. Oh, that's cool. So it feels like a battle going on or something, you know? Yeah. Um, my my only problem is three four three hasn't made a good Halo game yet. Like I hate everything they've done. Oh, I totally disagree with that. I, I a lot of people do, because otherwise they wouldn't be making new Halo games. Yeah. Um, it's just that like I I have been disappointed by everything that they've touched, it, and so it's like they announced the multiplayer's free, and it's like oh you know I don't even play the campaign, so it's just the game is free to me, but that means we're getting a battle pass, and it's like you know what I'm already feel kind of funny. Yeah, the battle pass thing's got me a little worried. So. Halo 4 is my favorite Halo game, and then Halo 5 is my least favorite Halo game. So 343 have an interesting track record for me, but I'm generally talking single player. Um, I didn't really play a lot of Halo 5 multiplayer because in order to do it, I had to get on my other roommate's Xbox at the time when I had two roommates, and then my brother would get on his, and then we would play that way. Whereas Halo 4, we played a shitload of split screen, and we would listen to Disturbed. We did that with Halo 3, we did that with Halo 1, and so and, and Halo Reach. So... I, I know I, my, my, my experience with Halo is very social. And so it's like, if you're going to offer me a good social experience, if you're bringing back co-op and you're bringing a lot of split, split screen, I'm definitely going to want to play it because that to me is like the best you can get out of gaming is sitting on the same couch with someone and just playing the game together. And I bemoan that that's going away like all the time. And so if we're bringing it back with Halo Infinite, fuck yeah, bring this on. This looks really fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked for this. Um, what, what other, what other things, uh, happened at E3 that might be worth looking at? Uh, James Cameron's Avatar game. Are we seriously getting another, an Avatar game? Yeah. Why? Oh my god. Um, so we, we only got a cinematic trailer. God damn it. Uh, but it's official. That counts for something, right? I guess. I don't, movie tie-in games, I feel like, died on the Wii. Like, why? It's, uh... It's an Ubisoft game, so it's going to be one of those, like, open world, you know, but you you ride on your magic dragon and run through the trees and stuff, so it's going to be different than Assassin's Creed. Sure. <clears throat> Ubisoft I make mean, the same game with the new coat of paint. I think yeah. if you're going to put a coat of paint on it, Pandora's not a bad option. That's good paint. Yeah. Um... I, I think something that bugs me with this is uh, this is the sort of thing with these graphics, like current gen stuff. This would have been crack for all the people that were like way into the movie when it came out. Yeah. But it's like most of those people are dead now. <laughs> and no, like I haven't seen anyone say I can't wait to play it. Um, Like, you know, how I, I've talked about it before. I ironically follow Avatar on Twitter. Yeah. And they retweeted this, and they got a total like fifty replies saying "neat." And it's like, oh, those fifty people are gonna really enjoy this game. Yeah, I have no idea who this is for. And a part um, of me is like, so instead of climbing towers, you're probably gonna be climbing trees. But I know you're gonna be climbing something. 
because that's what you fucking do in Ubisoft games. Yeah, it it's going to be that. Um, it's going to be about like you know reclaiming the the base or whatever because like the oh they they landed here so we have to drive them out. Savako and everyone raises their sticks up. And I'm watching this this trailer and like it is a pretty game. Like the 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 landscapes and the uh, the alien wildlife looks great. I'm not a fan of like the characters. I feel like there's something a little off about them. I don't know what. It I don't know. It, it it's so weird because we're getting uh we're getting Avatar movies again. James Cameron's been working on them for a while, and there's a part of me that's like, oh, we'll go see those. I like the first one. It's not the most amazing movie ever, but I have good memories of it, and I I enjoyed having it out and about and as a thing to do, an event, you know, kind of thing. But I'm also just, like, super apathetic as well at the same time. Um, I hope they're good, because I'm guessing they're going to be miserably fucking long. There's a Mario and Rabbids 2. Yeah, I don't really care about that. Okay. Um, Do you like Far Cry? So... I want to like Far Cry. I've there's that's an Ubisoft problem, right? Where like I see these trailers for a Far Cry game and I'm like, that looks really cool. And then I hear about the game and it's like and it's like all the other Far Cry games and it has all the problems Ubisoft games have. And I don't like open world stuff and I, and I just I can never pull the trigger to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> um I never played one outside of 5 and 5 was really fun. Uh as far as the world was concerned, because it was just like in like fictional Montana or something. And I almost and played I just, that like, one. I got a truck and I would go drive down to the lake and fish. Nice. And I would go like hunting and then like bad guys would show up, so I'd shoot them. But really, I enjoyed the driving the truck more than the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just kind of like they, they leaned into the Americana in a way that I didn't expect them to. And it was just kind of cool. Like the atmosphere was interesting. Um, but then I thought the story was interesting and ended up really enjoying the game. Uh, Far Cry 6, the story looks really, really interesting. But I think about like the little hiccups I had with 5 and it's like, I hope they polish it a little more because I, I think I want to play 6. Right. But they're not perfect games. So it's really going to depend on like what else is out at the time. You know, I'll probably wait and get this like when it's free on PlayStation Plus or something. But then I'll probably really enjoy it when it does. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, they, they announced one interesting thing, though. Like, you, you mentioned that you're interested because of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like, a DLC thing where you play as the villains from old games. Oh, that's kind of cool. So you get to see, like, their villain origin story from their perspective. And it's like, oh, you know what? I, I kind of like the idea of delving into these stories that people like uh, more. Yeah. So that's actually a clever idea. I kind of like that. Um, so, I mean, I, I think Ubisoft did a pretty good job. So I'm at a point where, um, uh, what you call it? Just on, sure, why not? Anyways, um, where I, or the YouTube is like, hey, you, you looked at two things from E3. Do you want to look at more? And he's like, here's a game called Wizard with a Gun by Devolver Digital. It's like, oh, Devolver Digital puts out wild shit. So you had me at the title. Uh, I'm, I'm going to click on this one. Yeah, so Devolver Digital, I think they showed some very interesting games, but every single one is like an isometric view, um, you know, quirky art style indie game. And I don't know, I'm I'm getting a little t- tired of the isometric stuff. Play Land of Glass, no. Um, Wizard with a Gun looked interesting because you actually like you you cast spells on your bullets. So you like you make your own bullets, but you're crafting spells that you shoot. A multiplayer survival sandbox adventure. Yeah. Oh, uh, multiplayer. How am I fighting other people or am I playing with people? Uh, you know, I don't even remember. Because <laughs> that change. Wow, this is definitely a, a, an isometric game, like you're talking you, about. You see what I mean? Where it's like strikingly so. Man. Like it, eh. So here's the problem I have with this trailer. The first minute and a half is cinematic stuff and it's got a great charm to it and it's cool art style and I like I like the concept of wizard with a gun and then the gameplay starts and it's like I see why you buried this at the end because I am super not interested in playing this game now that I'm seeing it operate yeah it seems so slow and I don't care um I want to talk about maybe the worst showing 
was Capcom. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Capcom opened with Monster Hunter Rise. No, Monster Hunter Adventures Two, which is a game we already knew was coming, and it just it's a sequel to the 3DS game, but on Switch graphics and looks the same. Okay. But whatever, you know, they opened the show with that. Okay. And then they announced Monster Hunter Rise DLC crossover with Monster Hunter Adventure 2, where you can get the costume from the 3DS game in Monster Hunter Rise. That That's it. Um, and then they, <laughs> they talked about um, the, the Phoenix Wright, like that prequel game, where it takes place in like feudal Japan. They're going to port that to the Switch. And they explained how Phoenix Wright works, where like you'll go to the scene and collect evidence that then you'll talk to people and get more evidence. And they like they walked through gameplay for 15 minutes. So did they all like all the companies decide they were going to do this style of trailer together or did like they did focus testing, like lead them all to the same path? I don't understand why. I've watched multiple trailers or heard of multiple trailers where they did the exact same delivery style and it's the bad style. Like you so let I, the game speak for yourself for itself. Like what the fuck? I I can explain. Um last year, um globally there was actually like a big health concern, uh like a pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. And a mm-hmm. lot of businesses kinda had to they you couldn't go to the office. So that affected video games too. But there's like a delayed reaction. So like a lot of games came out last year and early this year. Those were already done. We're now feeling <laughs> the effects of working from oh, home. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. So this this E3 going in, no one was expecting big announcements except for maybe like big business deals. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think anyone was actually expecting that much. In terms of, like, here's Far Cry 7, and it comes out today. You know, that stuff. Yeah. But then they they would drum it up and hype everyone up. It's like, get ready for E3. Guys, you don't want to miss E3. Uh, Sony's not showing up at E3. Guess what? We're making our show twice as long, because it's going to be twice as good. And then they didn't do anything with it. Um, <laughs> It's like... Uh, I don't know. I think it was a little too big for its own good because also like Jeff Keighley did his own thing before E3 where he announced like 20 games and it's like, ah, these guys should have just waited for E3. Yeah. Um, Xbox is selling a fridge. Wait, what? Why? Because their Xbox looks like a fridge and it was an internet meme on the Reddit and it got all the upvotes. God damn it. I hate this planet. So the other thing that was cool is we got a new Super Smash Brothers character. Uh, Kazuya, I, I have no idea how to pronounce his name. I don't play. No, that was good. Name he's from. Um, I haven't watched this yet. I just know he's in it, so I'm gonna pull, pull oh. this one up. Uh, link it to me. I want to watch with you. Uh, because like I said, the, the the one of the games I really like is Super Smash Brothers, and I'm always super stoked when we get a new character, even if I don't know who they are, which is sort of the case here. Okay, I got it. Um, I know. So we got one from Street Fighter. We got one from uh Tekken. I think this guy's from Tekken, right? Yeah. And then we got one from a different fighting game, whatever Terry's from. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. I wonder if we're going to get a Mortal Kombat character. That's the thing. I I want to see Master Chief, and I want to see Mortal Kombat. And there's only one slot left. And it's like, I feel like the last slot should go to a Nintendo character, so I don't know what to expect. Yeah. Like, I these fighting characters have been really interesting. I feel like they have, like... And this one... They have, like, this interesting flow to them where they play just a little different. Like, I'm kind of crap with them, but there are times when you get into the groove and you do these, like, crazy combos and spikes, and it's just, it just yeah. feels really good. And it's That's just the like, thing. yeah. They they tie um, the original game's mechanics into Smash's system, and they do it so well that it feels like playing the character. Yeah, um, I, I thought Ryu was a cute gimmick, but after Terry came out, it's like, wait a minute, this is actually really good. And um, I don't really care for Terry. I really like playing Ryu, and like yeah, there are I, times where I could like his the way he feels when you're like doing leg kicks and like uppercuts and stuff. It just it it feels like he belongs in a different game, but he also belongs here, and like he has an advantage that everyone else doesn't because of the fact that he's originated somewhere else. Even though he's really hard to play, and his recovery sucks. Yeah. But it's a little like uh, Big Mac, where or Little Mac, where the the recovery is lame, 
but you have a punch to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I thought I thought this was a good pick. It wasn't like the amazing crowd pleaser, like you know some of the other ones, like lead to like amazing reactions. Like Sephiroth had some great you know internet jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's a Tekken deserves to be represented. Yeah. His kit looks good. Um, I'm happy. The trailer's funny when he drops Kirby off and then Kirby just flies back up. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm really curious who the last slot's gonna be. I would I would love for Master Chief or Doom Guy to be in Smash Brothers. So that's I, actually I, I kinda wanted to talk about that a little bit. Um some of the pre E three rumors and leaks. Uh there was a couple things. I think the major one was that um people were expecting um a switch pro right hmm. that makes sense i guess well there, there's also been like leaks from chinese factories about the units being made okay uh, coming from people that have previously accurately you know guessed stuff um so it's kind of like oh okay well that never that didn't get announced whatever a lot of people thought that we would be getting the switch pro and they'd they'd show us breath of the wild 2 and metroid prime th- th- 4 and um, Bayonetta 3, because they, they've been hiding these for so long. It's like, they must be waiting for the new system that can handle them better. The Oops. Um, the other weird rumor going around was actually, uh, Microsoft and Nintendo teaming up. Because apparently they'd been in talks or something. Huh. And the idea was, uh, Xbox has this thing where you can, like, stream Xbox games, kind of like Stadia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're thinking, oh, maybe they're going to put that app on the Switch. Um, and there'll be like this partnership thing. That would be dope. And we'll see like a weird, we'll see like a Mario crossover on the Xbox and we'll see Master Chief and Smash Brothers and just it'll all come together. And then that didn't remotely happen at all. Did not, no. And so there was kind of this deflated thing where like I don't, I wasn't actually expecting Metroid Prime 4, but. Nintendo didn't show me a lot. Um, I know some people are excited about Advance Wars. I guess I was I, I never big into Advance Wars. Like I, I've never played it because that game is. I want to say games like Fire Emblem, right? It's kind of like Fire Emblem, yeah. And I've I played the Fire Emblem games at the Game Boy Advance, and I enjoyed them to an extent. They're extremely hard, and if people die, they stay dead. And so. It's like, oh, it's like that, but in the future with tanks and shit. It's like, nah, I, I had enough of this gameplay. At, at some point, I will hit the Game Boy Advance hard enough to break my own hand. The, the system will be fine. Those things, you could you could throw those, and they will never break, because they are made out of, you know, wizard plastic or whatever. My hand, on the other hand, is just flesh and bone, and that... Man, that game pissed me off so hard. Holy fuck. Don't need that in my life. So, yeah. I guess I mean, people I, are... Ex- oh, yeah? I know, with Breath of the Wild 2, like, that did come out. There is a Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. Like, pe- I guess people are oh. excited about that. I mean, but they don't show anything. They didn't even title the game yet. Man. I, he- okay, so here's here's what we saw. Um, Link has longer hair, and he he was falling at one point, like, as if he can fly. Mm-hmm. And it's the same map... But now there's some, like, rocks that are floating above the map, so you go up to them. So I never played Breath of the Wild 1. Uh, oh, I'm okay. I'm told it's good, but I'm told there's problems. I, I, When I think of a Zelda game, I do want, like, the traditional Zelda game, not not open-world Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I, I didn't like Breath of the Wild. My brother really liked it. He does think I should play it at some point. There's um, a long list of games I would rather play first. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I think you should experience it because they do some things very interesting, very well. Um, as a complete goal, like the the finished product, right? When I step back and critically think about it, it's a terrible video game, and there's not much to it. It's okay. just it's a very fun sandbox. Uh, most people's stories involve like random occurrences, or funny bugs, or funny discoveries. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's actually a well-crafted game, and I think that it's, uh, it's got that Wii U stink on it, and everyone just pretends that the Wii U didn't happen, and this is a brilliant first attempt for the Switch. 
Okay. And it's like, and people are looking forward to the sequel. And it's like, I'm not sure I expect much more out of the sequel. It, it looks like the same, um, you know, there's like a new power. Like you could get magic powers that like you freeze an object in time and it like holds momentum. So you could like freeze it and then hit it and it would build up momentum. And when you unfreeze it, it would go with all the force of you hitting it five times. Oh, hmm. so now there's a new power where you freeze something and it just goes backwards. And it's like, well, that just seems derivative. Like, I, I, I didn't see anything in the trailer that made me go, "Wow, I can't wait for that Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, a lot of people are happy about it. I mean, but, I'm glad people are happy. Yeah, it, it wasn't a crowd displeaser, but personally, it's like I don't have anything more to say about it. It's weird. And that's kind of been an interesting thing is like you know being on twitter and and having people like excited about stuff about e3 and they'll say things i don't recognize like any of the names but they're happy and it's like well i'm glad people are happy this e3 i feel like there's so much negativity about this stuff and i don't know if i'm just lucky and only getting some of the positive vibes but um i just went to e okay i'm on youtube i typed in e3 2021 i'm trying to find something else to look at like what else what the fuck else came out that we can um so i think uh the best showing was xbox interesting they're usually the weak weakest for me yeah well they bought so many companies that they basically owned all the all the things for e3 that weren't lame oh well that'll help yeah we got a teaser for starfield uh it's only like cgi teaser it's not the actual game so we still don't know what the game is uh we got a teaser for uh the the company that makes um Sea of Thieves. Are you familiar with that game? Uh yeah. It's like an open world pirate game. Yeah, it looks like they're doing like Pirates of the Caribbean because it looks kinda like Jack Sparrow on the thing. Yeah, there's actually a it's Jack Sparrow DLC. That's cool. It, if it you like looks, that. It it looks really good. Um that made me smile. I showed it to my mom and she asked me if we had the Xbox to play the Jack Sparrow game. Nice. Um, but they're also making a new game called Contraband, where it's kind of like Sea of Thieves, except the sea is made of concrete, and your boat is a drug smuggling car, and you that smuggle drugs. Fun. <laughs> yeah, they didn't show any gameplay, but knowing this team, I think it'll be good. So I'm keeping my eyes on Contraband. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Do you like Battlefield? I will never play an EA game because I refuse to get Origin. Also, I don't really give a shit about EA, but so that that's not happening. Psychonauts um, two. That's it. I bought Psychonauts not that long ago on sale on Steam with the sole purpose of being like, I will finally play this. People like this when it came out. Uh, still have not. <laughs> uh, Diablo two. Okay, explain the Diablo thing. Um, it's a sequel to the game Diablo. Okay, but like Diablo three is out, and there's like Diablo something or other coming to the phone. Is it just like? We ported Diablo 2 onto something? Uh, it's a it's a major, like, HD remake. Oh, interesting. Which, I, honestly, the people that like Diablo 2 approve of it. Um, I'm not really a huge Diablo fan. Nah. But... What the fuck? Okay, my YouTube's all fucked up, because it's like, sorry, this content is age-restricted. And it's like, I you know. logged in? Yes. That's weird. It, it was doing this for other trailers earlier this year, or this week, too. So I was like, you should check out this game. It's really cool. And I was like, okay. And then it like, it just wouldn't let me watch it. And I'm, I understand and wish to proceed. And it's not letting me see it. I don't get it. Why, why is it doing this? Um, you want to talk about a weird game with a new concept? Yeah. Okay. So there's a shooter. It's like a sci-fi first person shooter. That's also a turn-based strategy game. Hmm. Yeah, so this is how it works. You get 25 seconds um, to do your first-person shooter action. And then it's someone else's turn to do 25 seconds. But you're all time travelers, so you overlap funny. Huh. So, like, you'll you'll do something. I wonder if it's in the trailer. I'll send you this. I, I don't think the trailer was super helpful. There was, like, an interview with the guy afterwards that explained what the game actually is. In this case, apparently it was necessary. But Lemnus Gate. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that concept seems like really interesting, and I want to see it play hard out. Hard to pull off. Yeah. Um, but like, there's a part in the trailer where like 
somebody shoots a window out and throws a grenade in, but then it cuts to somebody else and they see their grenade going in, in space and they like shoot it mid at point to stop it from going in the window. You know like what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like, I like that. Like, that's such a unique gameplay option that it's like, oh, this is something that's not been like focus tested to hell and back. Cause I feel like, yeah, in theory, which is refreshing. Most, yeah. Like, like my immediate thought is like, I don't know how that was going to work. Like I would turn this down. It would not fund this because it seems weird. And so the fact that it got made, like, I bet, I bet this is cool. I kind of, it looks interesting in, in, in play and people are like teleporting around and stuff, which is kind of cool. Defend your timeline. That's a good tag. I kind of like game. I like the art style too. Like game's nice and bright. There's a lot of fun colors going on. Yeah, um, I feel like there was a long time where every game was just like really drab, gray, and brown. Yeah, this doesn't look the same. That's cool. I, it, I think, it really doesn't I'm show excited. what the game is though. No, um, I have no idea. But it's it's neat in theory. I, so I'm gonna be watching this one when we get like an actual like. I just want a whole round. Like I want a whole match of the game. And I'll just watch it beginning to end until I understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you like Microsoft Flight Simulator? No. It, what if it got Top Gun DLC where you can play as Tom Cruise? I mean, that's kind of a neat idea. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna. It's not like I buy it. Um. Well, the point is to make you buy things, so they failed. Yeah. Uh, do you like driving? No. The new Forza game looks really, really good. I feel like every new Forza game looks really good visually. That's sort of the point. No, they always do. They always push it. (laughs) Um, This one takes place in Mexico, and they capture the prettiest parts of Mexico. Like, you're actually on a Mexico road trip. Um, You can just go on, like, an open off-road road trip if you want. Just bump into your friends, or there's, like, races through cities and stuff. Uh, The cool ruins and things. It's a... Yeah, this is Horizon 5. I thought we were past 5 by now. I'm really bad at these racing games. I I love cars, but I've never enjoyed the control schemes on them. Yeah, like, like when I play I, a racing game... I feel like you game, need the wheel. I want, like, Excite Truck or something. Like, I want I want something goofy. Now, Nintendo did reveal a new uh, cruising game. Remember those? No. Like Cruising USA? Oh, okay. Yeah, this so Forza make, trailer looks, like, really pretty. Yeah, it, it's which, amazing pretty. What they do. Yeah. Um, here, I sent you the cruising trailer. Yeah, I'm definitely more interested in that. Also, I gotta figure out why it won't let me watch adult-rated things on YouTube, because it's kind of driving me nuts. Yeah, that's kind of weird. touched my settings at all. I don't get it. This isn't loading. There we go. Yeah, it's, just, it's got that arcade vibe that they don't make anymore. Yeah, this is charming as fuck. Yeah. Um. Even though, like the select screen, right? Like, my god, that looks. Well, like that like one shit. level is Dino Star, and there's just dinosaurs on it. Fuck yeah! Neon tsunami. Whoa. Typhoon alley. Um. <laughs> this looks fucking fun. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a pretty game. It's yeah. So one of the conversations I heard on a podcast is how uh, the the Switch is really struggling to compare to the Xbox One Series X Plus edition, right? Tonto like how, shit. How it's like yeah, they're literally not trying to like yeah. Are you brain dead? Like what the dude? One of the cars you can unlock is just a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like <laughs> oh, it's shark. Oh my god, there's a this looks so fun. The foe. And I love how, like, dumb the song... Oh, there's a tank. Fuck yeah. Four-player split screen. Fuck, I might actually want to get this one, too. This actually looks really fun. So I, I literally... I'm gonna have to get this. Um, Dude, my it's mom, just a fucking Tyraceratops just running next to cars. Yeah, my my mom loves cruising. I literally... um, I got her her first uh, Nintendo 64 emulator installed on her new laptop. Oh, nice. And she's playing, like, Cruise in USA, and she's playing Beetle Adventure Racing. Um, And it's just, like, it's like she didn't realize that was a thing you could do, because she just, she laments all our Nintendo 64 games that are up in the attic. It's like, I don't want to have to go through storage and get them and hook them up, and will they even work? And it's like, well, no, just play it on your computer, like, immediately. Just hit enter, and it starts running. Um, 
but a new one uh that'd be some family fun yeah i could i could see having a lot of fun with that when does that come out is there a date at the end here uh no i didn't see one i don't see one um yeah so uh I mean, I, I, there was there was technically a large volume of things announced at E3. It, it wasn't a waste of a year, right? But there weren't a lot of like huge bangers. Like you won't believe what happened. Shin Megami Tensei Five. I don't know anything about these games. Fuck, this is a twenty minute. Oh, this is a whole. This is a whole thing. I don't want to watch that. Um, how about uh the Guardians of the Galaxy? Do you like them? I like Guardians of the Galaxy quite a bit. I. I'm iffy on play. It's another one of those things where, to me, that's a movie, and I don't know why they're making movie tie-in games, even though I know it is no, not a movie tie-in game. It's a comic game. They're starting better. Like, Marvel comics mostly suck. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what bugged me? I, this is the one thing I was looking forward to for sure, was the, the Black Panthers coming to the Avengers game. And they showed like a cinematic trailer where like he's walking through a cutscene, and then they barely showed any gameplay, and they just said "coming soon." And it's like, I know it's coming soon. You said that a year ago. Like, come yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. I'm trying to find. Part of me is like, should I go pour more booze in this glass? Because it is. Empty. I mean, yeah, uh, booze is fun. We're at 44 minutes. I don't need more booze. I hate being responsible at all, Cameron, because it involves, like, not drinking as much as I want to. Yeah. What is Redfall? I don't know. Let's um, watch it. So, Redfall is kind of stupid. There was a a trademark thing where some company trademarked Redfall, and everyone was convinced that that was going to be the next Elder Scrolls game. And well, it so is by Bethesda, apparently. It's been, like, it's I don't know how long this game has been in development. And they showed it off, and it's one of those stupid, like, loot shooter, um, smarmy attitude party games where you fight vampires. And it's, like, it's, there's also, like, no gameplay. It was just, like, a CGI trailer. And it's, like, I hate all these characters and everything I'm looking at. And that's how they close the show out. Um, a lot of people seemed impressed by it. And I, I'll never understand being impressed by a CGI trailer. Like, yeah, I'm, like, Rubbing through it, waiting for gameplay, and there isn't any. Yeah, um, that that's a. It's not a red flag, but it's just it's hard to get excited about something when they don't show it to you. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Unite. What's that? It's a new Pokemon game. <laughs> Couldn't have guessed that. Uh, I mean they they did announce that a few months ago. Oh, they did. I think. I'm not on the pulse of this shit. Unless not this actual is something game I'm... footage. Oh no, this is a different game. I, I don't like know what... I like in VR chat, you took me to a Pokemon versus Digimon, and they were just dancing. Um. Oh, I remember now. Okay, Pokemon Unite's a MOBA. Pokemon MOBA, huh? Yeah. Okay, that's... That's really interesting. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a MOBA designed for kids to enjoy, so I don't know how deep it'll get. But I really enjoy MOBAs, so I'll try it. Um, yeah, like... But also, like, I thought this was coming to phones a year ago, and I'm still waiting for it. So it's like, cool, here's a Switch trailer. And like, all right. I'm st- all right. Comes out next month. That's neat. You know, it's cr- kind of funny, though, because, like, I never would have thought Pokemon MOBA would make sense. But you say it, it's like, actually, that fits pretty well, I think, like, because of the evolution system, right? Like... You you literally like as you level up you fuck your characters fucking evolve you get more attacks like there's like they, they all, all have RPG like themed stuff. abilities and stuff yeah and then you strip out some of the armor bullshit that makes mobas really annoying to play because there's so much min maxing like the idea of a kid friendly moba it's like oh I might not be miserable at one of those like that's kind of cool and I'm pretty sure like at least on phone I think it's gonna be free oh cool um you know they'll probably want you to buy extra characters or skins and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so if you just if you're not interested in that, then you can just play the game. So, I mean, neat. There's nothing bad about that. Oh, here we go. Two minutes in we get actual gameplay. Oh yeah, there it is. And you can see, like, there's there's actually like very MOBA esque abilities, like putting up barriers that you know, completely stop you from chasing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um 
yeah, it, functionally, it's like, hell, you know what? Why not? I like how, like, the goal seems to be to basically, like, score a basket. Because, like, they're knocking things into that hoop hoop looking thing. Yeah, it's almost like a sports thing in a, yeah. in a cute way. That's kind of clever. What the fuck else came out we can look at? Uh, so one more thing that I was positive on. I feel like I've been super, like, negative today. That's okay. Uh, there's a game called Writer's Republic. And it's, like, just open world, like, it's, like, MMO biking. Oh. And, like, miscellaneous stuff, too. Like, you can get, like, a flight suit. Like, those, like, you know, those, like, squirrel suit things. Yeah. Um, Or a snowboard and stuff. It's just, like, you're on a mountain, and you just do a bunch of different sporting things. And you just hop into a race, or someone's doing a goofy challenge, or or you just want to explore. Um, I don't know. It. It, it it's kind of this like what is it it's almost too generic but the more i yeah. watch it it's like no sign me up i could i could zone out and do that for a while i i, I hope like vin diesel's an unlockable character <laughs> and he's just like no man think playstation remember that remember the movie triple x yeah we fucking sucked tricks battle Oh, yeah, so that's like tagging, where it's like you do a skateboard trick or something, and the higher points you are, you paint it. So it's like you're you're going to be painting all the rails and all the jumps and stuff, your team color. That's, this is cool. Like, actually, I dig this as an idea. I will not play this. It's not for me. But it's but cool. But as a concept, this is really neat. Um, yeah. Uh, there was another game, it was like about chefs. And it was like it was cute or whatever, like cute character designs, and it looked like a goofy party game, um, because they're like running around pots and throwing them at each other. Nice. But then I kind of realized, oh, this is just knockoff Splatoon. Oh. And I kept watching it, and it's like, yeah, I would just, I would rather play Splatoon. And it's a shame because the designs were cute, like <laughs> they were doing something with it. But also, I've seen it before, and I've played a better version of this. Um, yeah, I. I'll keep an eye on this. It's one of those things that I feel like they want you to buy it, but realistically they want as many people online as possible. So I'll probably get it for free at some point. Yeah. Cause that's just how these games seem to go, man. I, I remember like playing like Tony Hawk's pro skater, whatever. Right. On yeah. like, uh, and it's th- these kind of skating snowboarding games are so fun because like at a certain point gravity and physics don't really matter and you can just do like the goofiest cool shit yeah and it's like being in a cartoon yeah it's a little goofy and this is leaning into that yeah um it just reminds me of like mtv it's got like such a style to it yeah like this is so nostalgic like parasailing he's got a giant fucking windmill thing on his back a big fan to like zoom him along like fuck that's so dumb i love it yeah there's like so many like weird little variety things to do (laughs) so yeah um writer's republic looks kind of interesting i don't know there's a there's a handful of stuff that this wasn't a bad e3 but man some of the presentations were really hard to watch um i i think the skits like, there's this one skit from PC Gamer where, like, they're pretending that they're on a spaceship with, like, a HAL 9000 robot that's going to break. Oh. And it's, like, none of the jokes are landing. It, it, this is the this is torture. Every time I see your face, I want to turn the stream off. Like, you're... <laughs> like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, I was watching with other people that all quit before I did. Oh, wow. Like, it was... Sincerely, it was a really rough E3 to watch. Um... The best thing you could do is what you're doing now and waiting for your friend Cameron to just recommend trailers. Yeah, see, and that's that's the great thing about this stuff, right? Because I feel like, I think that's what we did last year. We didn't, like, record it, but it's sort of like, I was E3, and you're like, here are, like, the three trailers worth watching. Everything else is right. terrible. And it's like, sweet, you saved me, like, four hours. Um, <laughs> I, So Microsoft had a second presentation today. Really? Yeah, and it was their deep dive. And so I watched it, and it was just the exact same trailers they already showed, but they had the developer come out and say, so we're really excited for players to get their hands on with it. That's great. That was Writer's Republic, and next is Halo Infinite, and they'd show the same trailer. It's like, we're just really excited for for players to play as Master Chief this holiday. 
embarrassing. So what the fuck is uh, Shin Megami Tensei? Because we're at number five, and I and I recognize the name. Okay, um, are you familiar with Persona? Yeah. Persona is a spinoff of Shin Megami Tensei. Oh, okay. So you might recognize monsters, like some of the iconic ones, like Jack Frost. I've never played uh, Persona, but I know like the series, like it's very popular. Yeah. But I mean, if you've ever walked into like a comic book store, you've probably seen like a plush of a couple characters. Okay. Um, Shin Megami Tensei is very different than Persona. Uh, it usually ties into like a fantasy world where it's kind of like Bleach, where they're like pseudo samurai knights. Um, and it's like it's a humans versus demons kind of world. Okay. And it's like Pokemon, where you go out into a dungeon, and you'll just random encounter different demons, but you can uh, convince them to join your team. Hmm. And you can do that through talking to them, or kind of like besting them in battle and offering them mercy at the last second, or by like giving them items to bribe them. And it kind of depends on the monster, so it's like, as you learn, you kind of play it to your advantage a little more, and stuff like that. Uh, it's a very, it's a very uh, beloved, like cult classic kind of series. Like it didn't get yeah. the legs Persona did, but the people that love it sincerely love it. So I'm glad they're still making them because it's one of those things that deserves to be made. But it's not a super mainstream thing. Um, this new one is actually exclusive to the Switch, which it didn't That's... surprise me, and it did. I don't know. Sure. Because I think so, 4 was exclusive to the 3DS, so. I'm on Nintendo's uh, just, like, YouTube channel, and there's actually some stuff on here. Like, so there's apparently a Dragon Ball Z game coming out. I think that's DLC for the game that's already out. Okay. Um, what else do we got here? Astria Ascending. I don't recognize that. That looks like a JRPG. Yeah. Which means I won't play it. Strange Brigade. What the hell is this? The what? Strange Brigade. I don't know what this is, but it's on the Switch, apparently. Oh, Strange Brigade, right there. I don't remember what that is. Oh, it's a fun little adventure game, okay. Yeah, it's got. it definitely has that, like... I don't want to say, like, old-timey adventure, but it... Reminds me of that, like, season of, uh... Uh, Archer, where they're on the island and they're doing... Adventure shit, and Krieger is the talking parrot. Yeah, it's a lot like that. There's a new WarioWare game. Do you care about that? No. Um, there's a new Fatal Frame game. I feel like I know what Fatal Frame is, but I don't know why I know what Fatal Frame is. How about Mario Party uh, Remake? Oh. How about Hyrule Warriors DLC? Uh, I, know, I guess that game is good. I've never played it, but people say good things about it. Um, How about Mario Golf? I feel like if I wanted to play a golf game, I would find a shitty one in VR chat. You know what? That's not that's not a bad way to do it. Right? <laughs> um, there's also the Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. Game Builder okay. Garage. So here, let's... um, I, it, We should do it with proper respect. I wanted to watch the Breath of the Wild trailer. Okay. And then maybe we could head out, because we're at an hour. Yeah, the, well, let's close it out with the finale to E3. Okay. Should I click play, then? Yeah. Boom. It's all spooky and black and yellow, and or black and red. Colors are hard. Yeah. Oh, That's shit. That's why we the, love you. Come on, trailer. It fucking froze on me. We're well, not approved to see the next part. There's there's unapproved colors for your age. Here we go. Okay, now we're going. I'm at like 20 seconds. You know, it'd be really funny is if it was like okay, it's showing him like falling like really regal and majestic, and then it just like he literally just falls to the ground and splats into blood, and that's the end of the trailer. And then like Zelda's like, I can't believe Link is dead, and I have to save the world. Da 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 da. da. Oh shit, he just like water magic through a rock. So my biggest concern is that it takes place on the same map. Um It's definitely an interesting 
approach. Well, it's just the the open world nature of it and the way that you don't have anything to actually do. Everyone that's played this game has like explored every inch of the map. Like they know sure. it. So how much new stuff is really going to be there to discover? Yeah, and I don't know. It's up. Yeah, they confirmed next year. So that's good news. That makes people happy. December 2022, is that when this is coming out? Uh, it just said 2022. Okay. That's a ways away, but I don't know. I, my, I, I'm super conflicted there, right? Like, super, super. Um, Like, I don't want to see a trailer for something that isn't going to come out, like, eight months from now. Like, I don't care. Like, show me and then release it in a couple months. Otherwise, I feel like you're just... I'm going to forget. I don't I don't have that hype train bullshit anymore. I don't have time for it. I don't have the mental room or capacity or emotional involvement in any of this. Like, you want to get me excited for a thing, show me a thing, and then tell me it's coming out tomorrow. So I right? don't mind, yeah, I don't mind waiting a long time if the wait pays off. But what I do want is at least gameplay. <laughs> like, that was a... a night and day difference on these trailers if uh if they was only cgi then it didn't even register because it's just I, I think after cyberpunk happened a lot of people are feeling that way yeah um it, it's it's weird with the way the internet is now it's much easier to reach a much wider audience but because it's easier i have a higher standard for communication it's mm-hmm. like you have the means to tell people so why is the messaging more muddled and confused than it used to be? I mean, that's starting to happen with, like... It's happened with movies, too, right? As far yeah. as, like, here's a trailer for a movie that's not coming out for a while. It's like, I don't care. Um, I, I've had it happen with, like, uh, music this year. Slaughter Travails, like, here's our release trailer for our new song that's coming out in, like, a month. And it's like, motherfucker, you're a, you're a deathcore band. You're not... This is dumb. Just fucking release the song. But evidently it did well because that song's got over 2 million views, which is pretty good for a band in that genre. So, like, maybe I'm in the minority, right? Maybe people like to be excited a long time in advance and and build up the hype. But I just, I don't know. I got to go to work and I got to clean my house and it just other things to do. I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is, I hope this is interesting to listen to. Like, I, I definitely went into a lot of this E3 stuff pretty blind, right? So it was kind of fun for me to see it but also i feel like i'm a little more disappointed than i wanted to be <laughs> and i don't know if it's because of the stuff shown or just because i'm a curmudgeon old asshole who doesn't play video games anymore well there's nothing wrong with your tastes changing you know yeah uh i don't know i <laughs> i was thinking about how like pessimistic and grumpy and old and stupid and ugly i am now and then I, I opened my phone and I had that same video of me and Joe jumping out dressed like cowboys to shoot you. And we're just making gun sounds with our mouths going pew, pew, pew. I like how you recorded that and sent it to me. Because uh, I'm like the last thing I said in that is like, you guys are mean. And then it like it cuts out. And I was like, I don't remember saying that. But it just like the way I said it, I was just so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the shit we do in that game makes me laugh. And it's like. Nothing in E3 can can fucking uh, match, like, the bullshit we get into it in VR chat that is so dumb and, and spontaneous and ugly half the time. So, yeah, I mean, E3 is just, it's a series of ads. Uh, someone described it as, uh, th- like, the feeling of waking up on a Saturday morning and watching all the Saturday morning cartoons. It's like, I feel like a kid again. And my response to that was... It's like waking up early to watch the infomercials before the cartoons and then watching only the commercials of the cartoons and fast forwarding through the, co- the cartoon part. Yeah. Because that's literally what it is, is ads. But it's like a marathon of ads. And it, the, you're supposed to get the high feeling from exciting announcements. But most of it was like stuff we knew was coming or stuff that was already announced or stuff that isn't you know risky or interesting or new it's like here's a sequel to a thing watch okay yeah Um, and i feel like i at a certain point i i got hit with that too where e3 went from this like really fun christmas in july thing christmas in june to 
You know, they're just trying to sell me shit. It's advertisements I'm really excited to watch. I don't get it. Why would I do that? I'll just wait for the games to come out and then just experience them organically as they come out. I think I think they shouldn't do the group presentation. Um, I think Microsoft should have an amazing day of Microsoft that they plan on their own. You know, it's like, and mm-hmm. actually, Sony's doing that in like a couple weeks. Sony's doing their own show, which means they'll be in control of it. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think Nintendo showed this works. Like, those Nintendo Directs are always, like, attention getters. Um, yeah, I think they got it down. And, and I like BlizzCon. Uh, last month, uh, Games Workshop did a whole bunch of Warhammer game announcements that, frankly, I enjoyed those announcements more than anything at E3 this year. It's like, yeah, maybe they should have um, had a cool, like, sports day where they announced the new Forza and the new Riders Republic and got all those sports fans excited without like annoying all the metroid prime fans that are waiting yeah you know what i mean uh, so all it is video games yeah and then like you know at the end of the day i'm gonna go back to stuff on my steam library or you know new games come out for free on my playstation because i subscribe to the online right and it's like so it's like i bear i don't even like buy games anymore they just come to me they just show up one day i'll play psychonauts one Yes, exactly. I, oh, um, so we can we can do a glad space and close out, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Last week I talked about Fantasy Star Online two two. Oh yeah, have you had some time to sink into that? Um, no, I can't get it to run. God damn it! I gave up and I started playing Black Desert Online. How's that? Um, I'm enjoying that much more. Oh, cool. But it's also kind of funny that we were just talking about this because I was talking to Renoki about it and it's like, Hey, uh, do you want to play with me? And he said like, I don't know if I want to buy a new game right now. So we, we looked and on steam. It's $10 new. And he was like, Oh, $10. Oh, maybe I will. So he went to buy it and it turned out it was in his library already. And he doesn't know where it came from. Oh, cause he never played it, <laughs> but it was in his library. And so it's just, it's kind of funny how it seems to just work out that way. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's weird. I mean, Korean MMOs are much more grindy than the stuff I normally play. Mm. Um, so it's different. But the world's interesting. Like, uh, if you have a mount, it's not just you push horse button and then you're on a horse. It's like an actual NPC that you have to walk up to your horse and get on it, and you have to like park it somewhere safe, or monsters will kill it. Um, you can hitch a cart to it, and it'll pull extra inventory that way. So it's like make sure your cart doesn't break. That's kind of neat. It's like, there's stuff like that where it's almost kind of semi. Uh, there's like trade routes and stuff where it's like EVE Online where some people, all they do is they they leveled up their fisherman skill up to 100 and now they have a level 100 fishing boat and they'll take all their friends out on these like fishing adventures in the deep ocean to to get rare fish and come back and they all have a bunch of money. And it's like, wow, it's like I, I aspire to do that someday. It gives me a goal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it's a very it's it's one of those kind of games. I don't want to say it's unique, but it's very pretty. Um, it does that stuff very well. So yeah, I've been having fun with Black Desert Online. Nice. Is that your glad space? Yeah. Cool. My glad space is a lot dumber, and it is ice cream. Ice cream. Uh, I got I got a new uh, Ben and Jerry's flavor, the tiramisu, and it's got like oh. it's so it's tiramisu ice cream. It's got like this chocolate fudge coating on top like the shell you have to break through to get at the ice cream and then it's got like cookie chunks in there and it's got i think some chocolate brownie chunks it's got you know it's it's been a jerry so it's got fucking everything in it right it is really really goddamn good one of my new favorite ben and jerry's flavors like it's up there with like fish food and, and some of the other uh uh really like high quality ones so i've been i've been eating that the last couple days like trying to savor it because it's just dense fucking ice cream right like they they say there's like three servings in one of those things, and I feel like I it takes me like five or six sittings to get through a Ben and Jerry's. Like there's there's a lot, and I'm I'm uh, I've I've really really enjoying it. It's just good as fuck. That's a that's a feel good glad space. Uh I think that's all to say though. Um, you know, it, it, and I'm gonna keep watching this garbage when uh when Sony does their thing in a couple weeks. I'll. I'll report back and I'll show you the one trailer worth catching. Sounds like a plan. Well, we already got the damn Elden Ring. Oh yeah, and we talked about that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's just it's been weird because 
E3 wasn't like a physical event. So there wasn't like a really tight timetable. Mm-hmm. So it all got messy. I Next year, apparently they're going to, they're aiming to do it normal. And maybe that'll be the last E3 ever or the best E3 ever. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a dying thing, but that's probably a, a whole other question, you know, topic for a different day. Yeah. Speaking of dying things, good night, everyone. Night, everybody. And, and power to the gamers. Um, level up. Your your podcast is in another castle. <laughs> um, pa- Pac Man quote. I I I am the master chief. What's his what's his catchphrase? Um, get over Sega here. Da- I'm master Sega chief. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Sega does what Nintendo don't. I love that one. I do too. It's great. Yeah, put that on a t-shirt. Yeah.